Good morning. Today is All Saints Day, the 1st of November. This is a Thursday in 2018. We open with morning with um we open our morning prayer right to from the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer on page 77 of the book. We give thanks to the Father who has made us worthy to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Pardon me, I'm fighting off a cold successfully, I hope. We continue with the confession of sin on page 79. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Alleluia, the Lord is glorious in his saints. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Alleluia, the Lord is glorious in his saints. Come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Our Psalms today are Psalms 111 and 112. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart, in the company of the upright, in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. Full of honor and majesty is his work, and his righteousness endures forever. He has gained renown by his wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. 
They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Praise the Lord. Happy are those who fear the Lord, who greatly delight in his commandments. Their descendants will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. They rise in the darkness as a light for the upright. They are gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with those who deal generously and lend, who conduct their affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. They will be remembered forever. They are not afraid of evil tidings. Their hearts are firm, secure in the Lord. Their hearts are steady. They will not be afraid. In the end, they will look in triumph on their foes. They have distributed freely. They have given to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Their horn is exalted in honor. The wicked see it and are angry. They gnash their teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked comes to nothing. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the second book of Esdras, chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. I, Ezra, saw on Mount Zion a great multitude that I could not number, and they all were praising the Lord with songs. In their midst was a young man of great stature, taller than any of the others, and on the head of each of them he placed a crown, but he was more exalted than they. And I was held spellbound. Then I asked an angel, Who are these, my Lord? He answered and said to me, These are they who have put off mortal clothing, and have put on the immortal, and have confessed the name of God. Now they are being crowned, and receive, and receive palms. Then I said to the angel, Who is that young man who is placing crowns on them and putting palms in their hands? He answered and said to me, He is the Son of God, whom they confessed in the world. So I began to praise those who had stood valiantly for the name of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle 8 on page 85. I will sing to the Lord, for he is lofty and uplifted. The horse and its rider has he hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my refuge. The Lord has become my savior. This is my God, and I will praise him. The God of my people, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a mighty warrior. Yahweh is his name. The chariots of Pharaoh and his army has he hurled into the sea. The finest of those who bear armor have been drowned in the Red Sea. The fathomless deep has overwhelmed them. They sank into the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in might. Your right hand, O Lord, has overthrown the enemy. Who can be compared with you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness? awesome in renown and worker of wonders. You stretched forth your right hand. The earth swallowed them up. 
With your constant love, you led the people you redeemed. With your might, you brought them in safety to your holy dwelling. You will bring them in and plant them on the mount of your possession, the resting place you have made for yourself, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hand has established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 32, through chapter 12, verse 2. And what more should I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became, my, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, refusing to accept release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were sawn in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised since God had provided something better, so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O king of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord? and sing the praises of your name, for you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Apostles' Creed on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. 
The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Suffragists at B, page 98. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. And you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Almighty God, you have knit together your elect in one communion and fellowship in the mystical body of your Son, Christ our Lord. Give us grace so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that we may come to those ineffable joys that you have prepared for those who truly love you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. O God, the, lover of the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you, for the honor of your name. Amen. Now is our time for personal prayers and, and for thoughts. So I'm going to pause for a minute so we can say our personal prayers and then I'll come back and share with you a few thoughts that I have on these special readings. Okay, so here are my thoughts. I love our readings today. I love the concept of All Saints Day and I love how our readings and our worship today draw us into the community of saints and bring them to us and us to them not as if they are gone far from us, but as if they are right here. Um, I guess the best way to say that is that we are a community, even with those who have gone before. And that helps so much. Right now it can feel so lonely and like we have so far to go, but others have paved the way. They have started down the path. We are that much further because they have gone before us. Our Psalms this morning talk about 
those that company, the company of the of those who are upright and their descendants and enduring forever. And I feel like we are just drawn into this everlasting chain. In our Old Testament reading from Esdras, what struck me so much was um, where it speaks about him standing valiantly for the name of the Lord. And that is what we're often asked to do in this world, that we have to just stand immovable for everything that we believe in and that we know in our bones to be true, even though sometimes we might not be able to eloquently express that verbally. I myself run into that all the time, as you might have imagined. And again, linking us back to those who have gone before, it has been done, it can be done, it will be done, and we are doing it. Our New Testament reading from Hebrews, a couple things here. One is when describing the past um, saints, I think we can use that, especially on this day, uh, speaks about they won strength out of weakness. That Let's just seize that for a minute, that that is an act of heroism recorded in the Bible to win strength out of weakness. Those of you who either know me personally or have listened to me for a bit know that I really like Brene Brown. She's got a new book out, Dare to Lead. I'm reading it. Um, her first, The first book that, not that she wrote, but that I read was Rising Strong, and it was kind of perfect timing for me. In my life, I was trying to rise strong from a lesson that I had learned, as another dear friend of mine would say. I think you might have heard me say this before, repeat this saying of hers, that there are no mistakes, there are only lessons. So I was really trying to rise up. And what I found was that when I allowed God to take my weakness and my sin and my lesson, I came out the other side of that better than I had gone in. So I wasn't just restored to where I was before. With God's help, I grew through that into something more blessed, someone more blessed and glorious and closer to God. And for me in this season, that's what this means, winning strength out of weakness, that I allowed God and man, I did, I did work. It wasn't like I just laid down and God just did it all for me. We worked it, but I never would have been able to do it without him. And I won strength out of weakness. And I think it's applicable in many more situations. I charge you if you're willing to spend some meditative time thinking about, um, what an act of heroism described as winning strength out of weakness looks like for you or in your experience. In verse 39, also from Hebrews 11, yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better, so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. Y'all, we are the something better. Community with us completeness in the community of Christ is the something better. We are a part of that. It cannot happen without us. How amazing is that? We are what the saints are waiting for. We're their answered prayer. We're their communities, are communities completion. That just astounds me and really motivates me to keep going and keep trying. Um, Maybe it's related to the way that um, I handle a lot of pieces of my life. Let's take, for example, working out, right? 
If it's just me going to the gym, I will stand myself up and not even blink twice. But if I'm meeting my workout partner at the gym, oh no, I'm not going to let that person down. So it's helpful to me that at times when I just feel discouraged and just like laying down on the trail, I think about the saints who have gone before waiting for me. And I, that gives me a little oomph to keep going. I hope it does you. So those are my thoughts about... Um, about the readings for All Saints Day. This is just a precious time for me. And I should let y'all know too, you probably will figure this out because it's gonna be posted so late. But I had to record this actually over several days. It was um, just a period in time where, man, things kept coming in. So in the last bit of the recording, I was in the car and it was raining. You could hear the rain coming down. And so I'm, I'm not beating myself up about that, you know, compassion for self and all that sort of thing. But I, I think there's something there that we, God helps us make time where we can and we weave it together. And there is something, I think, not bad, something even special about this prayer extending across several days. Today is actually the morning of um, the 3rd of November, Saturday. So yesterday and Thursday evening, and this recording was started Thursday morning, right? And then I finished it up in bits and pieces I could across the days. Thursday and Friday evening, I went to my church and I said evening prayer in that space, which was really beautiful. We are a church that is really on the cusp of moving forward in a really important way. Um, with our community. You know, the Episcopal Church, I believe, has been groundbreaking in its freedom and grace for a long time. And so I'm not talking about any major movements there because we already do what I consider to be the big three. We have an open communion table, or open sacraments, I should say. We um, ordain women and we marry same-sex couples. And we ordain women and... Um, and all all members there's no exclusivity there's there's nothing that says you can't be a priest in the episcopal church if you are x so i guess i should caveat that um maybe expand it because my personal big three are uh, the world's big three are a little bit different or larger i don't know anyways so it's not that my particular church is taking a new stand in theology because our theology is amazing we are really just starting to reach out beyond ourselves. We're an amazing church, but if you ask the folks who live two blocks away where such and such church is, they might not even know we exist. So that's the big step that we're taking is really becoming more enmeshed in our community. We are um, interacting with other faith groups and folks that don't belong to any faith group at all and getting together for the sake of social justice and the community and all sorts of things. So I um, I think that's pretty amazing. And I think any time that I can pray and bless, just cover that space, I think is a good thing because it's a space where amazing things are happening. Um, a lot of ums in this. Sorry, folks. So that's kind of wrapping it all up. If if you uh, <laughs> if you hear this and if you're so inclined, please pray for my son. Y'all know that I talk about him all the time. He has his very first real regatta this morning in just a couple of hours. 
Um, rowing is his passion that he's discovered. He started this summer and this is the culmination of the fall season. And I'm really just praying that A, the other boys in his boat show up because <laughs> that's not always the case with practices. So please, Lord, since it's the actual race, let all the members show up and give it their best. And then it'd just be great if he made a good showing that he was happy with and felt was evidence of all the hard work he's put into this. So that's my personal prayer this morning. Thank you all. Um, enjoy your weekend. I know many of our shirts are actually celebrating um, all souls and all saints, kind of wrapping it all up together and doing transferred feasts tomorrow. So blessings to all of you. Thank you for listening to me ramble. I apologize if it was a bit all over the place in this recording. And we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Actually, just one more thing before we wrap it up. This might seem really simple to a lot of you, but it was like brand new news to me. Um, I came across it in my readings and then, and y'all know that this is the way a lot of times that truth presents itself and for me in my life at least is that I'll come across something in one forum and then it'll come up in another forum and it really rings true both times. So I feel like that's good confirmation. It's a good place to start as far as accepting that as truth because you also know that I tend to question things, right? So this came up, I think, in something I read. Um, I think it was Lynn Brakeman's uh, memoir, God is not a boy's name. I think that was where it first came up. I'm not sure. And then it came up again in conversation in a non-denominational um, group potluck, dinner, conversation, social justice forum, etc. that I attend, at, that's held at my church, but not a part of our church, if that makes sense. And the concept was that time is not linear. God's time is not linear. So, and what made me think of this was talking about praying for Jack's race. So if you hear this two days from now and the race is already over, you can still pray because God's time is not linear. So that prayer is heard in all times and all places by our omniscient Lord. And I think that's really awesome. And I think that that is key to why praying over past events, future events, and present events is all helpful. And I know that healing prayers have really gone back and reworked some of the things that I experienced or I acted on in my um, my human linear earlier time. And so that's just a pretty cool concept, I think. God's time is not linear. All right, now, now we're really wrapping it up. Thanks for your patience. General Thanksgiving on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all, for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. For the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. 
And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Live without fear. Our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. Go in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.